what's good y'all so what have i been up to um i'm super excited about the book club y'all so for all the people that did reach out to me um tonight when you hear this uh, it's on a monday um, we are having our first meet and greet where we're just kind of doing introductions and uh, meeting each other and talking about the first book um don't forget, if you want to be part of the book club, I did select the first book as Greenwich Park by Katherine Faulkner. Uh, just send me an email at, at, excuse me, at ijmtpodcast at gmail.com. That way I can add you to the, to the uh, mail serve and you can get all the updates. And it's a virtual book club, so you don't have to be in Charlotte with me where I am. You can be in any state, anywhere, as long as you just can pop on for the meeting. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I plan to also put the first meeting up on uh, the IG and also my Twitter. I've been putting announcements on there as well. But the first meeting is September 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard. But you're going to see if you follow me all throughout where I'm making announcements about the book club and all of that. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, So don't forget, if you want to be a part of it, just hit me up. You can DM me. You can email me, uh, you know, wherever you can find me. Let me know. Oh, let's see. So what else am I up to? So Tuesday, um, Kendra Lamar is coming here for his, uh, concert and I'm going to that. I'm super excited. I told you guys before, I absolutely love Kendrick CD, but I absolutely love Kendrick. And so I'm really excited to see him in concert. It's going to be crazy. I'm ready at the Spectrum Center. Uh, let's see. Other than that, I really haven't been doing shit, y'all. I've been just kind of, you know, preparing, um, I talked about on the episode before, you know, I did, um, enroll into a program, um, for another master's degree. And so, uh, that's what I'll be starting in two weeks. So I really just been trying to like, you know, chill out, enjoy some of my free time while I still have it. Uh, I've been doing a lot of reading, you know, and just trying to catch up with friends and stuff before, you know, things get really busy for me. I do appreciate y'all rocking with me this year and just being patient sometimes when I was skipping over weeks with episodes. Uh, this year has just been a year. Uh, I've been super busy, but you know, I do, I do appreciate y'all still rocking with me. Um, don't forget to follow the show. Uh, you can find it anywhere you can find your podcast, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Don't forget to rate the show. That really helps. So if you enjoy it, just throw me some stars on there and also, you know, tell a friend, tell a friend, you know, um, also you can follow me on social media, Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast and Twitter, IGMT podcast. So, you know, those are places you can find me. Don't forget to follow the show. And so let's just roll into the mantra of the day. And today I do have some deep dives. We can talk about some stuff and then we're rolling to the thought of the week. So let's just get going. The mantra of the day is, I am healing, changing, transforming, and awakening. I really like this one. I actually uh, say this one quite often. Um, Sometimes I say this, you know, just during the day, you know, because sometimes when you're changing and you're transitioning and you're transforming, um, it takes time and it takes grace. And sometimes, you know, even for me, like I have to remind myself that all of this is just a process and Sometimes, you know, I might wake up and feel like shit, or I might recall something or think about something that, you know, I've done or something that, you know, I'm not like, I'm not pleased with or I'm ashamed of. And, um, and that's all part of, you know, um, 
the healing process is just shedding that shit off and just, you know, awakening to your new self. So I have to remind myself sometimes that that's normal and that's okay. All right. So let's just roll into the deep dive. All right. So the first thing I want to discuss is Beyonce CD came out. OMG. All right. So these were my initial reactions. Um, I'm not going to hold you. Like at first, I was like, ah, I don't know what it's going to be given. Like I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm personally, you know, uh, I never bet against Beyonce because I, I just feel like, you know, um, she ain't gonna, she ain't gonna miss, she ain't gonna miss. Um, but when I first heard Break My Soul, like I was like, you know, I liked it, you know what I'm saying? But it just seemed kind of, I don't know, like I wasn't really like fully grasping with it. But when you listen to on the new on Renaissance, when you listen to energy and how energy just transitions and flows into break my soul, it's a fucking masterpiece. Like when you actually put the shit all the way together, break my soul is amazing with everything together. I mean, the whole thing is like a work of art, the transitions, everything. Um, I think the production of it, I mean, the beats and shit is sick. Um, uh, so let's talk about Mika's favorite songs. Um, I actually can listen to this pretty much straight through. Like, and especially if you're like cleaning or you just want to dance and just, you know, kind of be free, like totally. I totally can see just releasing with this CD and just voguing out in the house. Totally love it. Uh, let's see. Um, I think my initial favorite so far has been Alien Superstar. Uh but see, it's hard though to say that because I like that one. I like that it transitions into Cuff It, then it transitions. I think Cuff It transitions into Energy. Um, I really like Energy too. Uh, Plastic Off the Sofa. That's probably my other one. And uh, I really love Heated. I think Heated just thumps. I was literally driving uh, earlier today, and um, I just had that shit blasting. I thought I think that that thump for me. Um, and then, but see, heated rolls into thick. And so I think thick is good too. I don't know. I mean, I, I think the whole thing is really good. Um, and honestly, it's interesting because I think this all came about like during COVID and all of that. And I think she kind of talked about that a little bit when she was just like, you know, all you had was just your thoughts and your family and just those, the world kind of went still. And I think we all was kind of in a place like that. Um, during that time for me, you know, when COVID was going on, we're all in the house. Like I, it made me start to think about like, damn, like what's some things that you wanted to do that you haven't done yet. And I think it's cool to see artists kind of like we just saw with Drake. Now we're seeing with Beyonce, like do something different. And a lot of people, you know, might not receive the album, but you know, cause it's something different for her. But I think it's great when an artist, damn, do step out of their comfort and give you something completely different. And if you notice, like she's been constantly giving us something different, um, you know, for a while now. You know, we had Lemonade and even though like these, some of the other projects were joint stuff, but you had the one, um, what the, the Carters and then you had, uh, Black is King. I mean, she's been giving us different stuff and I, I'm enjoying it. I like it. I like Drake project too, but I, I really, I really appreciate this CD. I really do. It's for the culture. Um, yeah. So I didn't have much for the deep dive, but uh, just to end this on some semi-messy news, um, let's see. So, 
I was scrolling online and I saw that Neo and his his wife or soon to be ex-wife um are are getting, you know, I guess separated again. Um so she posted and I and I always wonder like, but I guess when you're hurt, I guess it's like you just put air your shit out there and put your shit out there like that that's not really Mika's personality. Like I'm not really going to air air anything out just cuz I'm just a private person in general. But I mean, obviously, I guess that basically what she's saying is that, you know, people have been saying or sending her shit in regards to him. So maybe that's why she felt like, well, you're embarrassing me out here. I'm just going to embarrass you back. I'm not really sure. Let's just read the statement that she put up. So she said, eight years of lies and deception, eight years of unknowingly sharing my life and husband with numerous of women who sell their bodies to him unprotected, every last one of them. To say I'm heartbroken and disgusted is an understatement. To ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. The mentality of a narcissist. I will no longer lie to the public or pretend that this is something it isn't. I choose me. I choose my happiness and health and my respect. I gained three beautiful children out of this, but nothing else but wasted years and heartache. I ask that you all please stop sending me videos or information of him cheating because what he does is no longer my concern. I am not a victim. I'm choosing to stand tall with my head held high. If someone can't love you the way you deserve, then it's up to you to love yourself. With no hate in my heart, I wish him nothing but the best. So, Neo responds. And he basically was just like that matters of the family shouldn't be in the public and how, you know, he just asked him for privacy during this moment, which obviously I didn't give him right here in this moment. And, uh, you know, as, as he handled his, you know, family business, whatever, but he, I don't know y'all. I don't know, but I will say this, like, I think that, I mean, I kind of talked about this last week, right? I think that everybody's not meant necessarily to be married and I think it's okay. Like if you want multiple partners, I think it's okay. If you want multiple partners, you know, you just probably shouldn't just involve other people in your bullshit. Like if, if you feel like that, you can't, you know, be faithful, but, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know his side to it, but, uh, I wish them well. All right. So I don't really have anything else for the deep dive. Um, I guess I can talk about real fast what I'm, what I'm watching on TV. So I started rap shit on HBO, easy Ray new series. Uh, fucking love it. Um, that first episode had me fucking dying laughing. So if you haven't been watching that, you need to watch it. I did get caught up on P Valley. P Valley this season is good. The writing is so fucking good. Um, I gotta watch, I gotta watch the episode today, but, um, man, this season has been so good and I'm praying that they fucking free Keyshawn, Lord Jesus. Like, listen, listen, I am so tired of seeing her get beat up. Like I actually went back and rewatched first season and cause I didn't really remember, you know, every little detail from first season. Then I rolled back into second season and like literally on the first season, every episode, she had a different bruise from different on different parts of her body. And I was like, Lord Jesus, like he, I don't know. I'm trying to think what else am I watching? Um, I'm watching Outlander. I, I didn't even watch that when it came on. So I'm actually on the season finale of that one, uh, on this current, on this season that just ended. Um, that show's pretty good. If you're a history person and you want something different, um, I actually have the book too, but 
It's about this woman that is a uh, time traveler and she travels back in time and falls in love with a Scottish man. And so basically then it's like a journey throughout um, life with each other and how, what that looks like. So it's interesting. It's really interesting. Um, I haven't started the book yet. It's, I think it's like, she, she's still writing the book. So, I mean, this show will probably be on for a minute because the books, I, I think they're on book seven or eight now. And uh, we're about to go into the seventh season. So, I don't know. It's pretty good. Uh, let's see. I started Gilded Age. Um, I only got one episode in. But that's actually pretty good, too. I like time period uh, shows. So, I was pretty excited about that. But, um, I think that's really it. I'm behind on Atlanta Housewives. I don't know. I'm kind of losing interest a little bit. Married to Medicine this season is pretty good. But... Um, I've been reading a lot, so I've been trying to just, you know, uh, take, like read some of my longer stuff, um, before I start school and then I become, you know, busy and maybe I can't do as much leisure reading as I like to, but, um, yeah, but that's all I have for the deep dive. So this week for the thought of the week, I wanted to talk about friendships, um, and basically what kind of friend are you? And so I kind of just wanted to have the conversation and uh, on how basically you show up for people and what does that look like. All right. So for this week, though, of the week, I wanted to talk about how do you show up for people? And I mean, have you really even thought about how you show up for people? Um, this came into my mind because I actually had a conversation about this this week. And it, it wasn't an in-depth one. It was just about how I want how I want to be remembered when I'm gone. Like, how did I show up for people? How did I make people feel? And what did they remember me by, you know? And all those things are very much, like, important to me. And I guess, you know, the best word to say would be, like, my legacy of what I leave behind. And, you know, I've said this before on here. Like, I totally believe in walking in kindness and just trying to be, um, you know, the best version of myself for people. And, you know, we are imperfect people, but, you know, I think that if you strive for that, most times you usually will get that, especially if like you literally have the basics, right. Of what it takes to be a good person. Um, all right. So the first thing I thought was, it's just like in a relationship, but, but, you know, today we're talking about friendships, but I think this applies to a relationship too. A lot of times I feel like you can't really show up for people if you don't show up for yourself. So you have to, whether it's go on a healing journey or just be solid in yourself with how, who you are and how you are as a person, like how I just kind of said. And so for me, like when I think about how I show up for people, it's the same way that I would show up for myself and what I want from a friend to myself. You know, and I mean, is follow the basic stuff, right? So you want to be honest, you want to be kind, you want to be patient, you want to have compassion. Um, you know, and we're going to go into a few other things, but I mean, those are just to start off, like just the basics. I personally feel like on, um, on what you should, should do. So showing up for yourself is a lot of things. It's self-care, self-love. If you're fucked up, 
and you're maybe in a toxic space or you just got some fucked up energy at the moment or just in general, then you never really going to show up properly for other people because you're not showing up for yourself. You're not even doing right by yourself. So if you're not doing right by yourself, how can you ever do right by somebody else? Right? The second thing is I would consider, you know, your energy, right? So for example, if I had a friend and they wanted to talk or they wanted to have a vent, most times when my friends kind of be like wanting to have a vent or want to talk or whatever, they usually will say like, girl, I'm about to call and vent. Is that cool? You know? And I feel like at that moment, that's, that's the moment for you to consider your energy. Like, are you at a place in a headspace to where you can really take a vent session? Right. And then also, you know, your energy matters based on how you show up for them. So say, you know, you just having a fucked up day. Well, that might not be the day for you to be present for somebody else. If you're not really present for yourself, because right now you're having a moment yourself and you're allowed that. Right. I think communication in those moments and saying like, yo, you know, like right now, you know, I, I, I ain't really with it right now, but you know, I'll call you tomorrow, you know, so we can talk about X, Y, and Z. Or if you can just put what you got going on to the side for a moment and be available and present to that person. But I think it's important to consider your energy because there's been moments before where I can, I know I've fallen short in these areas where it's like, I'm probably stressed the hell out and I didn't convey that I was stressed out or I had shit on my mind or shit or something going on. And then somebody called talking about something stupid and I wasn't present and I probably was like, yo, you know, get the fuck over it. You know, not as harsh, but something like that. And, you know, and that was probably a, a misstep on my part, on my end as a friend, you know? And I think most times you give people honesty, they'll, they'll receive that better. Like if I would have just been like, yo, today, today ain't the day for it, you know, or I don't have, I don't have the mental capacity today to take on any more. Then, I mean, at least you're honest about it, you know? Um, and I, th- I think whether you have the energy for that shit, it's important. It's important. Um, leading into this moment, I feel like this year, um, we've been so busy at work you know, due to COVID and like people didn't want to take the vaccine. And so, you know, people, you know, quitting their jobs and shit like that. And so it made for just a lot of busy days. And so, um, sometimes I would feel overwhelmed, you know, when I would get off work or I need time to decompress. And so when I usually get off, um, what that looks like for me, you know, I'll take the dogs out. I might go for a walk or a run lately. It's been hot as hell. So, you know, I might sit, play the video game for an hour, do something to kind of decompress and, you know, let go of whatever stresses I have for the day. So then when I go into like my family time and things like that, like I'm not carrying that energy from my day. Like I I give myself time to come down from the day. And that's usually what I do. And it, it works for me, you know, and I, and the people around me kind of understand, like, just give me a moment, you know what I'm saying? Like to just chill out in my thoughts, and then I'm going to be back present for you, you know, once I'm, once I'm back there. And it usually take me usually about 30, 45 minutes of just, you know, solitude to myself. And so that's important for me to be able to, to show up. The other point I want to say is, um, on showing up for your friends is, you know, how present you are. So say you go over to somebody's house or, 
say you're on FaceTime or say you're on the phone, you know, your tone, your body language, your intentions kind of goes back to energy, you know, with how much can you give, but you know, your, um, well, how present you are matters. Prime example, somebody could be talking to you or, you know, saying how they feel. This is actually my pet peeve. I can't stand it. And you're on your phone, you know, or you're doing something else. But what if, what if what somebody was telling you was important and you're not even present with them in that moment? That could be kind of hurtful. And also it can make them not feel like that you're somebody they can come to, to, to talk to, or you're not somebody that can come to, to, you know, share. Maybe it could be even good news, you know? Um, so I think that matters. And I always tell people this too. This is another point. I always tell people this. I'm not the best friend in the world at all. And I think it's important to allow imperfections, like to have the understanding of like, you're not going to be perfect. It's no such thing as a perfect partner. It's no such thing as a perfect parent. It's no such thing as a perfect friend. Right. So we all have like imperfections and things like that. And so I think at times you have to acknowledge, like, you know, if it's times that you fall short, you know, I had this, I had a friend one time, she told me, um, I can tell you two stories about, uh, two friends. Um, Maddie, I talked about this before a friend of the show, Maddie, she told me one day that, and this was years ago that, um, I guess when I would call her, I would instantly just go into my shit, like on what I had going on. And, um, and she basically, you know, told me like, yo, you know, like I can't necessarily be that for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you know, cause I don't even think I was even asking her how she was doing. You know, I was more concerned about just talking about my shit. And what I had going on and she checked me on it, you know, and I appreciated it because honestly, I think sometimes when you're in a crazy headspace or you're just on your shit and, and at that moment in life, I was probably, you know, in a selfish season, you know, you might not always realize how you're showing up for people. And then she, when she told me that, you know, I acknowledged it and, and it changed forever, you know, cause now like I don't, you know, come at her like that or call her like that, you know, it's more like organic conversations in general, but I also make sure that if I am calling to say vent or just talk to her in general, that she's in the space to where she can receive it. Like she even want to hear it, you know, because everybody don't want to be a dumping ground for your shit. Right. But I appreciate her telling me that day, like, Whoa, 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 wait a second. You know, cause I must've been doing it a lot and she didn't like it. You know, she didn't, she didn't want all of that, um, unloaded on her and, um, and I can respect that. I had another friend also say, you know, I'm horrible with calling people. Um, I'm more so of a texter. I don't always like talking. And then during the day I'm usually, um, busy. So when I get off work, like I just explained that I kind of decompress for a little bit and then I kind of go into like my nighttime routine. And so I don't always talk on the phone a lot. Um, besides like, you know, to family. And so I had a friend tell me one time, like basically, yeah, like I always call you, like you never really, you know, reach out. Like I'm always the one always reaching out. And I never really put, took that into consideration. Like I was like, I didn't even think about the fact that, that, uh, you know, she was absolutely right. Like she actually does do a lot of the reaching out. She does do a lot of the, you know, check-ins and things like that. And after she had told me that, like, I make sure to shoot a text or, you know, I will call and things like that, or, you know, try to find us something for us to do. And 
that's really where I can best explain allowing like imperfections because sometimes like we try to be these perfect people and we think that we are, but it's just no such thing. Because even if, even if you try to do everything with the best intentions, like, like, and I believe that we all try to do things with the best intentions, you sometimes you just fall short and that's okay. And it's just a matter of when somebody tell you that you've fallen short in some kind of way is, you know, you need to have humility and just acknowledge people feelings and just fix it. If the person is important to you, the relationship is important to you, then just fucking fix it. It's that simple. Just fix it. Whatever they're saying, right? And and so the other point I want to say is, let's see, giving someone space and the grace to be where they're at. Now, this is a hard one, right? But this is a good one, I think. Um, and 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 what that means is, if somebody come to you and say they're just having a fucked up day and that's just what it is. If they're having a fucked up day, you know, this is where they're at. Well, I think people are allowed to feel and allowed to kind of get some shit off their chest for a moment or whatever it is they're trying to do. But I think you're allowed that. And sometimes it could be also like, since I've been like on like my healing journey and, um, you know, really diving into my feelings and really talking a lot about like how I feel and what I think and all of this, like everybody's not always where you are, you know, we're all in different seasons at different times, you know, and you can easily say like, Oh, you need to surround yourself with people that's, you know, on the same, on the same, whatever it's you. And yeah, I, I somewhat feel that way, but at the same time, I also think that some people, might need a little bit of time and grace, just like I was allowed time and grace. You know, it was was points in my life where I wasn't always just a great person in general, where I probably needed a little bit of time and grace to grow the fuck up, you know, and get my head out of my ass, you know, and just also heal, right? To where, you know, I had the awakening of the the reality of the fact that I'm hurting people, you know, or doing fucked up shit. So, you know, sometimes you can meet people where they are and, you know, now what you do with that, I don't know, but I feel like if someone is not really to a level that I'm at, it's two things that can happen. You can put up boundaries with the person to where you still can rock with them, but you kind of know that like this foolishness might kind of take place, or it could be a person that you genuinely see this is a good person, but they might not be necessarily at, um, like they could be going through a season where you might want to give them some grace, still put a little boundary up there, but then just, you know, you can still rock with them. Right. But I think it's important to kind of sometimes give people, um, the space that they need. Cause sometimes you just need a little bit of fucking space. And I think sometimes we all, we, we all could use grace and humanizing. Cause I think that we all have had bad moments, right? So I was online the other day and somebody had posted and it was like a literally a simple question. And they said, what is your idea of a friend? So when I saw that, I was like, damn, what is my idea of a friend? Like, what do I want from a friend? And I didn't know how to answer the question. 
at first. Like I actually had to sit in my thoughts about what, what does that look like for me? And I thought about all of my friend groups and like, what are the most special ones for me? Like, what, what does that look like? And it's weird because I have so many people that I love, you know, and have so many pockets of friends, different friends. All of my friends are all different in their own ways, truly. And I have low maintenance friends. I have friends that might require a little more. Um, and so I, I do believe that all of my friendships are organically designed for me, truly, because they're all different. And, you know, um, my best friend, Cal, we've been friends since we were 14, 13, 14. And we rarely ever talk on the phone. Like, I mean, literally, I, I, I think we went a stretch where we didn't talk on the phone for like four years. So we text and we pretty much text almost every day and we talk like on a video game or something like that. Like we have our, our set day that we might get on and catch up with life and talk to each other. And I guess that's like, a I guess that's kind of like talking on the phone. We never really get each other gifts. We never really do anything, but I love them to death, you know? And so I don't know. So it's funny. So that's, that's one type of friend that's, that's in my life. And then, you know, I have others that, um, like one of my other best friends, Brooke, you know, um, I probably see her more often than out of of all my friends. I probably see her the most often. Um, and you know, we share the joy of food and books and things like that. And, um, she's like one of my easiest friendships, you know, um, we talk every day, but you know, she's, she doesn't require a lot, super sweet, always there. Um, and just vice versa. And I mean, she'll show up for me if I asked her to any time, any moment, like I know she would show up. Um, so then I started thinking some more of just, you know, um, you know, all of my friends. And so then I started seeing that hmm, maybe some of these people, some of them, some of these people, some of them do have some commonalities from the standpoint of the ones that I have longevity with are the friends that, so I guess my idea of a friend would be someone that I can talk to and is present. And like, what I mean by present is like, actually show up for me and I'm very much a reciprocal type person. So, you know, if a person is showing up for me, I always show up for them. So somebody to show up, you know, if I say, Hey, I'm having a bad day. Like Meek was wrong. Right. Somebody to actually ask me how I'm doing in general, you know, and I guess that goes back to just being present, you know, a friend that's present. Um, I definitely need to have an honest friend and I definitely don't like, um, yes, men type friends. Like if I'm wrong or I'm doing like some fuck shit or whatever in general, or I'm wrong. I I think it's important to have friends that kind of check you on your shit because you're not always right. You know, which I stated before, like it goes back to the imperfection piece. And so somebody that has the, you know, the vulnerability and also just 
the strength to be like, yo, I, you know, I don't like this. Or, hey, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, what you're doing over here is kind of kind of not right. That's important to me because that's, to me, like, that's a friend that can really just give you that truth and trust the fact that you have that type of rapport with each other that, you know, they can safely, you know, tell you, tell you stuff like that and hold you accountable. So I definitely want people around me that, you know, hold me accountable in any kind of way. Um, and I also think people that just kind of uplift me and, and encourage me, you know, um, have amazing energy. I love learning things from my friends. I'm so inspired, um, inspired by my friends by so much stuff. Like I me, mean, I'm around so many dope individuals and like, sometimes they'll say stuff to me that I'm like, dang, you know, I didn't think about that or like, dang, like that makes so much sense. And you know, or just seeing them like hustle and grind and doing so much amazing shit. And I think the most important thing for me, for a friend, is just not being afraid to celebrate each other. You know, like if my friends succeed, I feel like I succeeded too. And, you know, I'm so proud and I'm so happy for them. And I think the worst thing that you want to have, want to be or have is a jealous friend, right? So like always just celebrating and, and, and I think everybody that's around me, um, in my village and I'm truly, truly thankful for that. Everyone's like that. And so it's so much safety that I feel in my village. And I think a lot of people can't really say that about themselves as far as people they're around, but, um, I feel very safe and I have a cluster of, you know, amazing people that, you know, show up for me all the time. And I'm very, very, you know, grateful for that. But it took me a while to think about like, well, what is it that I require in a friendship? So, um, that was really all I have for the thought of the week, but I I want you guys to actually sit down and, and think about, uh, what do you want from a friend and what does your idea of a friend look like for you? Like, how do you want somebody to show up for you and share it with me? I'm going to post the episode. And when I post the episode, let's talk about it and uh, share your thoughts with me. So I look forward to that. All right. All right, y'all. So don't forget to follow the show. You can find it on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find your streaming platforms. Don't forget to, if you want to be part of the book club, just email me or DM me, hit me up. IJMTpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter, IJMT podcast. And like always, I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.